Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah! episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. Today is Tuesday, December 31st, and this is our last podcast of the decade, guys. It's New, Ooh, Year, New it? Year's Eve. New yeah. Year's Eve, that's right. The last show of the decade, last day of the decade. That's true. Uh, but really, 2020 is when Hard Factor and BNN take over uh, everything with election coverage, so it's just the beginning for us. That's true. That's right. so, big year. Right. So, so really, just, just the start. We're celebrating the start for us, but for everybody else, hopefully you have a happy New Year's Eve to all the listeners. May your night be filled with delicious drinks and high quality sex, not low quality sex. Hopefully, <laughs> That's right. hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, high you can always hope sex. high quality is better than low quality drunken high quality. sex. And sticking with yeah. that, like you mentioned, the metaphor is uh, hard factors like a chode right now. 2019 was a chode year. 2020 is full on erection. Right. We were building girth and now we're going right. to go for length <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I like that. I like that analogy, too. Also, uh, Pat's out again today. Uh, so, Wes, where'd you end up on your drive and what stories you got for us today? Uh, after about 100 cigarettes and nine hours, I am in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Luxurious Chattanooga. Ah, at a, nice. uh, I'm, I'm sitting at a La Quinta Inn. Oh, that, car, that car must smell great. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> going to need a little, little, little time to air out before the kick. Get one of those uh, trees yeah. that you hang. Yeah. Also, you you also know, at least when you're at the La Quinta in Chattanooga, you know, you're not the only guy that smells like cigarettes. No, not at no, all. It's, There's, it's a shock if you don't. Right. There's a smoking stick right outside my uh, uh, hotel door. What much. are your what are your stories tonight? So I got one about the girl who claimed she was raped um, in Ooh. Cyprus. And uh, we'll get more into that. And then I've got a um, Romanian woman who died on the operating table by being set on fire. Jeez. And uh, then I got some heroes from McDonald's that saved a woman um, in the drive-thru after she uh, tipped them off that she was in danger. Oh, nice. Was she in yeah. danger of ordering McDonald's? Pretty much, aren't we all? Yeah. So, <laughs> so Wes, Wes is going to give us one feel-good one out of his six so <laughs> yeah. far this week. Five, <laughs> exactly. five tragedies and one. I'm going to need one... to start the new year with something delightful. Yeah, maybe when you're done your drive, uh, get some sunshine in your life. Get some vitamin D or something. Yeah, yeah, right? I need yeah. it. <laughs> all right, Mark, what about you? Uh, I, I have a tragedy to start, but then it gets better. 20-year-old beautiful Allison Watterson still missing, not looking mm. good. So I'm talking about the Oregon mm. girl that's 20 that's disappeared. Uh, and then I move on to um, a hilarious story uh, about uh, a cocaine mer- mermaid baby doll for Christmas. Yeah. And then we're going to just talk a little bit about New Year's Eve. Nice. 
Nice. Little, little New Year's Eve action. Uh, and then I've got uh, Democratic field updates for Predict It, some Nazis in West Virginia who got fired, and then a kid who played an excellent prank on his parents. Uh, so, Wes, get us going with the first story. All right, guys. All right, so this is a tough one, especially since I have now seen uh, the Netflix series Unbelievable. You guys have seen that, right? Oh, hmm. man. is it, That's really good. That's about the, the girls that were yeah assaulted. Yeah, the girl who, yeah, she nobody believed she had been raped because she was a pathological liar and like a real real handful, like in and out of foster homes. But turns out she was raped by some prolific serial rapist in the end. Oh, wow. And um, so hopefully that uh, is not going on at this, uh, the same thing isn't going on in Cyprus, uh, which is in the Middle East, by the way. I didn't know where it was. I had to look it up. Um, they, hopefully they aren't making the same mistake after a woman who claimed up to a dozen Israeli men raped her at a resort um, and was said to be full of shit by the courts there. Hmm. That's a lot of guys. That's that a, a lot, lot of guys. guys. A lot of guys. So, so what's this, the, what's her story? Like, what what was the... So, yeah, so the alleged attack took place back on July 17th at a resort uh, when the 19-year-old British woman was having sex with her Israeli boyfriend. Uh, she says that the men then entered uh, the room and uh, raped her, basically. Um, so however, her boyfriend was in on it in, in her Right, that's what she was saying. She's, yeah, exactly. She's saying somehow her boyfriend was in on it oh, and like let the, these like guys the in. classic Law & Order frat party thing where the right. one frat guy kind of has consensual sex, sort of, but then his frat buddies come in. Right. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It wasn't a wasn't a good scene the way she described it. However, investigators found inconsistencies in her story and some of the men even videotaped her having sex with her boyfriend. Um, the woman retracted her statement and allegations and apologized 10 days later. But then she had, uh, then she said that she uh, felt forced by officials to give that um, statement, um, saying she feared for her life. Much like what happened in Unbelievable, where, you know, she claimed that the officers were pressuring her to give this retraction. Yeah. This um, doesn't sound good. This doesn't yeah. sound good. Right. Well, yeah. So, how is it? Why is that? That's so weird in the first. Why place would she make that filming up? that somebody was filming right. her have sex with her boyfriend? The fact yeah. that there's a bunch of people in the background filming this. <laughs> right. That's bad. Why yeah. would she make that up? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was embarrassed somehow. I don't know. So the judge dismissed her testimony as being, quote, exaggerated, um, confused, contradictory and incoherent, and also um, said that the woman was immature and on antidepressants. So, you know, he blamed uh, some like I mean, so, how is that a, like a right, knock I don't on know. somebody? The judge said, know. look, we are not <laughs> dealing with this international mess. It's going <laughs> right. away. Yeah. And so, the, the, you know, and also no sign of rape was found under a medical examination. Um, so uh, the maybe men, they she just, maybe they just bukkakied her. It could be. I, I don't know. But anyway, that, the men. That's hard yeah. to tell. Right. But the men uh, she accused were released and now plan to sue the pants off her because they said they didn't rip them off her in the first place. Oh, um, so the woman now faces criminal charges of public mischief, uh, which carries up to a year in jail and a $2,000 fine and is to remain in Cyprus until her sentencing on January 7th. So hopefully this turns out that she actually wasn't raped and it's all just a big misunderstanding. Um, yeah, yeah, I, that, think, that's, that would I be think that's better. the best outcome. I think the best yeah, outcome absolutely. is that she's a liar because yeah. hopefully it's like the Duke lacrosse team thing where they were not they were exonerated. Right, 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 right. You don't want 13, 12, 13 guys being rapists. That's not. Good. No. Well, the video not. existing is I, a weird thing. That's a I weird always thing say one liar versus 13 rapists. That's that's a motto I live by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. a great motto. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent motto. So, yeah, that's that one. Yeah. Duke lacrosse would be uh, proud. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's move it over to a little little lightning round. Mini lightning round for predict it. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. Oh, yeah. 
First up, Andrew Yang. He wants more time to stand silently on the debate stage, you know, because he doesn't fucking talk when he gets into the debate. But yeah, still, why, is he even, why is he even arguing to be involved in this next debate? Just, just right. don't show up. Exactly. You got least speaking time in every single one so far. So besides the one. Uh, 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 so he requested that the DNC run their own qualifying polls to help more minority candidates qualify for the remaining four debates. So he's contending that because him, uh, Corey Booker and Tulsi are not qualifying anymore, it's going to be a you know whitewashed field, which it is. And the DNC yeah. basically said, fuck off, pal. Uh, you're not favored to win a single state um, and voting starts this month or not this month, January next month. Uh, and so, no, there's going to be no extra polls. We've never done it in the past. Not going to do it now. So, yeah. so far for the January 14th debate, only Biden, Sanders, Warren, Buttigieg and Klobuchar have qualified. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, all four, uh, five white people. Yang's a so, real telephone tough guy. You know? I mean, yeah, he's, well, exactly. He is. <laughs> he's the next day tough guy. I, I certainly um, think that obviously there, there are tons of uh, minorities and people of diversity that are qualified. But what's with all this like now? It's so important because outside of Barack Obama, they've been whitewashed for history, both president right. and vice president. Like this is why is it yeah, all of a sudden? I, I think so it's just because the, the the Democratic Party, right? Because they're going so it, far left. They're going right. so far left that it's such a big deal. It's like I totally agree. They should be involved and they're qualified. Well, and but, the weird the weirdest part about it is that the most progressive candidate is the oldest whitest guy. Right. So it's so like, it's like they, yeah. they're in a strange spot, like just in general. And what I is think he saying? It, he wants like affirmative action for the fucking president. Like what is no, he saying? He's basically saying that the DNC should do their own polls. Like so, you need to, to have enough polls where you where you're polling high enough to qualify the debate. And so mm -hmm. basically, he's saying, well, there's not enough polls out there that that aren't sponsored by the DNC. So can you guys do your own so that uh, more of us qualify? And they're like, mm -hmm. no, that's not. I happening. do like this market yeah. though, Will. I like his uh, odds to qualify or not. 23 yes 77 no currently yes. yeah hit that no you know uh you know follow, following the keen dogs advice there um uh if you think that that he probably won't qualify which is looking like he won't um and uh, on that same tip it's it's five right that will qualify five yeah five is current that's 74 yes so as long as nobody else qualifies which right now it's looking like they won't uh, that's that that 74 is a good return. Also, no on Steyer at 80 cents. Right. Seems mm -hmm. seems. Yeah, he's good. a he's a no. Um, <laughs> it's going to be Yang <laughs> and six. Right, it would be or, Yang. or, or neither yeah. Steyer and Yang and, and Gabbard and Booker at five. So it's exactly. either five or six. And, and Steyer is not going to make the six. Exactly. So some good uh, tease markets uh, there for to prep up for the January 14th debate. Um, and then in other. Uh, other half of, of the little predicted lightning round here and other ca Democratic candidate news. Joe Biden told voters in New Hampshire that he'd consider a Republican running mate uh, to steal Republican votes from people who dislike Trump. So he would be a already very centrist Democrat with a Republican running mate, potentially, which is an interesting strategy. He's like, I'll uh, run with an assault rifle yeah, as my anything. VP. Yeah, anything. right. Basically, whatever works. Yeah, I mean, I don't, what do you guys think about that? I, I think that, like, it's weird. It's, like, ultra-centrist. I, run on I fucking -centrist. love it. It's not going to work, but I fucking <laughs> love it. I think the two-party system is ridiculous. I think that you should be able to run inter-parties. There should be 12 parties. There shouldn't be a party. Well, yeah, yeah, but of course you should be able to. It doesn't work. I understand how it's not going to work, and it's not going to work in, in for a very long time. It's going to be two parties, but I think it's hilarious. I like it. 
Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. What do you think, Wes? Didn't work with, uh, you know, picking a woman. It's not going to work with picking a Republican. Yeah, well, and, th- and also the extreme centrist strategy was sort of the Hillary strategy, too, right? Like, she was, like, yeah. represented uh, the the establishment Democrats, which is what yeah. Joe Biden represents. I think that was too. four years ago and before for Democrats. It seems like they've gone away from centrist, the, yeah. the fans. The, the, right, the, exactly. The, the I mean, basically, it's looking like it's the, unless there's a major shift, it's looking like it's going to be Sanders as your more progressive candidate option versus Biden in most states. Like if you if you flush a toilet at all, you're you're disqualified from the Democratic candidacy, it seems like from the. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely like people like Liz Warren, who can't figure out if her dad is is a maintenance man or a janitor. (laughs) She's done. That disqualifies you from the Democratic uh, (laughs) nomination. Uh, Pete Buttigieg's wine cave seems to be uh, not only racist and reprehensible, but also disqualifying. So, right. Right. He's Uh, gay, but he's rich. So disqualified. Right. Can't Uh, raise money. Not only not only that for Joe, though. Uh, but for some reason, Hunter Biden, as your son, is not disqualifying as a, de- as a Democratic candidate uh, because a private investigator uh, is ac- now accusing Hunter of money laundering, fraud and counterfeiting uh, while he was in the Ukraine. Something I'm sure oh, Joe Biden is very thrilled about hearing right as the Senate impeachment trial is about to get underway. So uh, Joe is going to face some some heat there. That's why I still like my Bernie bump. I don't know if he's going to get the nomination, but right now, 25 cents. I think he's going to go up. He's going to get some early wins, especially if you see him win Nevada from Biden. That's when you really know uh, Bernie. Bernie's got a shot. I'm um, all in on the be... Bernie bump. I'm with you. Will. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Biden's just one more two more stories away about Hunter from just dropping out. He's hung in uh, tight, though. He's got a big lead still. It's impressive. Yeah. He just he's how. so smile. He's so charismatic. The smile. Yeah, the aviators. He's, he's he's you know, it's hard to root against the guy at, the, at this point. It looks I mean, like that with the aviators. Right. Yeah. And he's just he's he looks like he's going to be in it to the end. So I think at this point you're looking at coin flip Biden and Sanders. Buttigieg and Warren seem to be fading away. You know, Bloomberg gang Klobuchar. I don't think Klobuchar is a serious. Yeah, but Buttigieg or Klobuchar is VP. I don't know. Oh, yeah. As VP for sure. Yeah. I think all those people besides Warren have and Bloomberg and Yang have have good shots. at Buttigieg. So like you said, Buttigieg and Klobuchar, good VP candidates. But, you know, um, Anyways, a lot of markets uh, out there. A lot of markets. We all missed out on a fortune when uh, Warren was uh, over fifty for no to be the to be the candidate, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> or or wait, sorry, under fifty for no. It was probably right. 40, she, she 40 was at, well, she was fifty fifty to win the, the right. nomination. So fifty yes, fifty no. Right. So you could have yeah. you could have doubled if you just picked her not to win. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was yeah. the one. Uh, but we we passed on that. She's up to eighty eight cents again. I like I like locking out. I like Sanders to get a bump. And I like locking out some of the definite no's like mm. Buttigieg, Warren, Bloomberg, Yang. They're yeah. all eighty five to ninety two cents for yeah. the no's. They're not going to be the candidate. They're a little bit so. a little bit of meat on there. Make yeah, ten exactly. to seventeen cents a share there. Exactly. So don't forget to go to predictit.org slash promo slash Barstool 20 to get your first 20 bucks matched on us in the stock market of politics. We've got the early state markets coming out as well. Uh, yeah. So a you bunch of good stuff. It. It's 2020. Next, it's, yeah. it's 2020. It's the election. You have to do this. You have to right. go to it and do it. it it's going to be so fun behind. to play yeah. all year, all year. Exactly. So lots of markets to be had, lots of money to be made. Enjoy. All right. As I teased earlier, I have a sad one to lead off. I'll get to some funnier and happier ones later. Uh, The Washington County, that's Washington State County Sheriff's Office, announced on Saturday night that the active week-long search for Allison Watterson, the 20-year-old Oregon woman who was last seen, um, I guess that's Oregon, sorry, not Washington State, last seen nearly a week ago near Portland, Oregon with her boyfriend, has been suspended. 
So they're not oh. searching for her anymore. There was a lot of people searching for her. They called it off, um, but they didn't find her. She was apparently going on a hike in Portland, Oregon, near the North Plains area last Sunday with 21-year-old boyfriend Benjamin Garland. Uh, Watterson was uh, reported missing by her boyfriend's father, not her boyfriend, 30 hours after she had been last seen and was so like, what? Why didn't the boyfriend yeah. report that, right? He is right. actually in custody. He's arrested for warrants related to meth, unlawful possession of firearms, and a few others. He had like huh. seven warrants. Uh, Seems but he's like not- he could be a suspect. Right. Uh, yeah, didn't yeah. report her missing. He's still being held in custody, but he has not been charged yet with anything related to Watterson's disappearance. Huh. Also, apparently, he was allegedly found soaking wet and asleep in a stolen truck when they were looking for her. They found him by himself in a stolen truck. Yeah, they called wet. off the search. They called off the search because they just are waiting for him to tell them where the fuck she is. You know, that seems to be they're just surveilling good, this guy. Yeah, a <laughs> good possibility, Wes. You don't usually call off a search where people are willing to search when right. you haven't found someone unless you have some some information yeah. on why you should call off the search, which the police haven't given yet. Uh, right. Watterson's mother said the hiking story, though, might be false. Uh, that hiking story might have been allegedly told by Garland, the boyfriend. The mother says she heard that her daughter, Allison Garland, the boyfriend, were coming home from Seattle, that is the state of Washington this time, where they were visiting a friend, and on the way back to Portland, Oregon, uh, they had car trouble, and they broke down, and they went looking for help. They didn't go hiking, and they became separated. Oh, man. Both I'll tell stories, you what. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what, the woods up there is not a place you would want to be stuck with a psycho. Because somebody aren't. could hide you real easy up there. There's so many trees. Yeah, they aren't. But I did some research. This this area is actually pretty well uh, developed with houses. And a lot of the people that live there are like, mm-hmm. how the fuck? No. They're like, no, there is no hiking here. It's houses, houses, houses. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, exactly. You are right in most parts, but this place that they got stopped in was was fairly developed near houses, or at least the area they were searching was. I don't know where she actually is. Uh, Authority, no one does. Close access to a lot of thick woods. Right. Uh, Maybe the the scent was led there, but she was somewhere else. Authorities said Watterson was last seen on Sunday, December 22nd by a local homeowner. There there might be a a tip out there that she was looking for help from a local homeowner when she was lost. Uh, It's just a really fucking wild story. The police claim they have new information, and that's why they called off the search which is like mm. they have new clues so they literally just told everyone to stop looking because we we have a reason for you to stop looking but they won't say oh, what that is geez. um and they not also good. don't think they were hiking they said we do not believe that they were out in this area to hike uh they they said how and why they ended up in this area is one of those things we are looking into i think they know yeah. why um, yeah, being cert- led at gunpoint isn't isn't exactly a hike yeah, well, he's like he's, he's yeah, like right. a known meth guy, and a lot of people are saying they were just you know doing meth, and they got in an right. argument, and he went nuts, and then stole a car, and was on the meth binge. Maybe that's allegedly yeah. none of that's proven. I don't want to get Benjamin Garland's family, who is on my case. That's not what I want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, it is one of those tales. Like it's like a Pete Davidson and his last several girlfriends, where this Garland guy is like ugly and is a mess. And this Watterson chick is just absolutely gorgeous and was loved by all her friends. So it's a mystery why she was even with him to begin with. Um, <sighs> maybe he's well hung like Pete Davidson. I don't know. Uh, the search for Watterson covered 1,600 acres and thousands of man hours. They wanted to keep searching. They're called off. The mom has begged people to keep searching. So it's really sad. All the yeah. information is um, pointing to bad things, but I'm trying to stay positive in 2020. That's a new goal mm. of mine. So we'll see what happens. with this. Well, story. it's still yeah. 2019, so maybe it'll be crushing well, horrible tonight, news so tonight today. tonight i'm gonna say yeah. today i'm gonna say she's fucked but i hope that she's okay 
Yeah, hopefully she's okay. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, guys. Uh, McDonald's is mostly known for killing their customers, one uh, absolutely delicious artery-clogging Big Mac at a time. However, employees at a McDonald's in uh, Lodi or Lodi, California, um, are potentially um, being are being ha- hailed as uh, saviors uh, after they saved a woman's life at their store. Um, the woman was traveling with a real shithead named Eduardo Valenzuela, who had kidnapped the woman and had previously been violent with her. Um, then he then told her to uh, drive him to his family or he would kill her. Um, so when mm. Eduardo had a hankering for an old number one, the two stopped at McDonald's to quench his <laughs> Mac attack. No and, way. Uh, he, yeah. he had somebody hostage and went through the drive through. <laughs> yeah, well, let's take a well, stop to a public place. Exactly. What? Yeah. yeah. So first, yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot, a real piece of shit. So the, they, they, they stopped at McDonald's to quench his Mac attack. And when the woman walked up to the counter, she informed the employees that she was in danger and gave them uh, the license plate. It wasn't even a drive through. He had her go inside. Yeah. yeah like first, without yeah. him. Yeah, at first, they, yeah, this, so this is, it gets, yeah, you'll, you'll hear. So the employees then told her to hide in the, in the restroom, uh, but not a great listener. The woman emerged where hungry Eduardo grabbed her and told her to order from the drive through instead. Mm. And um, so upon arriving at the window, the woman mouthed, help me. And employees told Eduardo it was going to take just a little bit longer on his fries and held them up until police arrived and she could be saved. <laughs> Eduardo's like, that's a common thing here. I believe this to be true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to change the old uh, fountain, I hate, fountain drink. I hate cold fries. He didn't get he didn't get at all ner- like nervous or suspicious. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't asked, know if they told him that. But, I wonder yeah. if he asked when he was in jail, like, where's my, can you send me the fries, though? Right, exactly. Now, so um, Eduardo was booked and a gun was found in the trunk of the car, so he wasn't fucking around. And what's really crazy uh, that I learned is that many McDonald's, including that one in San, uh, I don't forget, I don't know how to say this county, Joaquin or Wacan County in California, educate their employees as part of this safe place program. And they're trained to recognize signs of domestic violence and human trafficking uh, with, when people walk in. So they were they were like, you know, trained to, to to handle this situation i don't know how bad this county is but apparently they have a lot of, a lot of do, domestic domestic abuse and shit and people yeah. walk in there i mean yeah, people are pretty just, haggard when they walk into mcdonald's the anyway the mcdonald's yeah, right exactly. yeah exactly i'm out like, yeah. help me to mcdonald's employees every time <laughs> yeah. i go up and yeah. then i also tell them a long story of how it's not for me it's like uh <laughs> it's, for right. my, it's for my wife or it's for my kids yeah, that's like, a, that's, yeah. yeah. i don't that's know what you ask Lots yeah. to, lot to, lot to ask of a fast food employee to be able to tell the difference between somebody who just hates themselves because they right. eat a lot of fast right. food yeah, and somebody who's false, genuinely well, in trouble. A lot I'm of always false like, alarms. like what, what kind yeah. of drink do you want with that? I'm like, what does she want to drink? I always forget. Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I just eat it in the parking lot. Always yeah, exactly. Diet Coke. 15 yeah. cheeseburgers and a Diet Coke, please. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> Eduardo. So, yeah, the woman is safe. Eduardo never got his Big Mac and kudos to those employees for for saving her life. Nice. Yeah. Nice. McDonald's. Way to day. go, Wes. Way to get out of that tragedy. Tragedy hump. Yes. Nice. Thank you. Nice. All right. Let's take it back to another tragedy. On oh. Monday, West Virginia Governor Jim Justice approved the termination of a class of Corrections Academy trainees. Um, the class of about 30 was terminated for doing a Nazi salute in their graduation photo. Whoops. Uh, yeah, with the caption, uh, Hail Bird. And Bird is the course instructor who presumably loves receiving Nazi salutes from his students. <laughs> okay. So, wow. Um, yeah, the picture made absolutely no sense on the surface. 
It just kind of looks like a like a like a picture from a clan meeting, you know, which it probably like, was. This always amazes me, like when these stories happen. Um, usually, it's like a high school or middle school class doing this right. type of shit. But like, do people not remember what Nazis did? Like, I don't understand. Like, what what's the point? What's the joke? Uh, uh, it's just uh, yeah. I mean, it, what's like the joke? Said, just a bunch of fucking know, idiots. That, I don't there's know. No jo- the I don't understand what they're doing. Like, what's the joke? They're like, ah, oh, hilarious. You yeah. guys just don't get it because you're not our group of thirty friends. Like, what is, what's right. the fucking joke? Yeah, there there, there is no joke, and uh, for that reason, basically anybody associated with the ridiculous picture got fired for being a part of it, or if they didn't report it immediately. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, they like went through all that training and then just got fired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're canned with one hell, Heil right. Hitler. But it's uh, so, it's oh, so crazy. Like, not only not only is there no joke with like the Nazi salute thing, but you're a prison guard, which is like basically the closest job in America we have to being able to imagine that you're a Nazi today. Oh, well, right. you deal with like, like current day Nazis in prison. Yeah, so like have a yeah. little bit of awareness like the 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 guy who's like encouraging his students to give him a nazi salute like right. your profession also what's up with that why are you particularly like, avoid in, nazi in, in the prison system the gangs are 100 percent based on race like they can't get more creative than that because they're just like <laughs> they don't have enough time to like assemble yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like gotta go with the color of skin <laughs> uh, it, it is unreal all right we got four left in five minutes so all right uh, you done with that one yeah, I'm done, yeah. all right guys it's the season of reminiscing on the year on the years past things that went well funny things bad things all the things before resetting and trying to start you know strong in the new year which is 2020 well mm-hmm. elizabeth fadley of new york did just that when she shared uh, an old story of hers that went viral this earlier this week it was actually from christmas back in 2015 it was a little bit of a disaster because Elizabeth wanted her daughter, you see Ellie, to have a good Christmas, as most mo- mothers do, even though Ellie's an odd kid uh, that requested a baby from Santa. baby, huh? Classic. Mer-baby. You guys Classic know what mer-baby. a baby is? That's just a, no. that's just a baby mermaid, I'm guessing. Yes, it's not a baby or a mermaid. It's a half baby body and mermaid, but it's a okay. baby. Um, okay. So to, much to Elizabeth's huh. shock, she actually found a mermaid on Etsy. Um, and let me tell you, it was as disturbing as it sounds when I looked at the picture of it. Um, so I guess on Christmas morning, Ellie found the doll to actually be disgusting as well after she unwrapped it. Even she went as far as shaking her at aggressively no in a video like a dear God, why does this creature exist type reaction to the uh atrocity that was this yeah. baby that was purchased on etsy um naturally fadley was devastated by her daughter's reaction um instead of cutting her losses though she wanted to like try to fix the doll up so she purchased hair dye and dyed the doll's hair color uh, oh. normal from like green to blonde or something like that to try to make it prettier but that didn't work either because it was a disgusting baby. Um, mm-hmm. So she was about to give up hope, but then she discovered a doll and teddy bear hospital in New Jersey and decided, Eureka, I'll send this abomination of a doll to get fixed up. So she's like three hundred dollars in by this point. It's going to be more than that, Wes. Does so this woman just, have an unlimited bank account? Yeah. Right. Like what? what is her day filled with? Well, just How could for, she do all this. Just for the record, the mom bought a hideous baby doll from Etsy, paid for it. Paid for it to be fixed at a baby hospital, so she got scammed at least twice. If you're keeping score at home, <laughs> yeah. baby toy hospital. Uh, fatally received a surprising call though while the doll was at the doll hospital uh, from a detective from the Secaucus <laughs> Police Department. When he said, um, "Hey, did you know that there was two ounces of cocaine stuffed in your mer baby doll's head?" <laughs> oh my god! So what kind uh, of scam artists are running a doll hospital for fuck's sake. 
so yeah, so she had to talk the detective out of it and claim that she just wanted to buy a $5,000 mer baby for her daughter because two ounces of oh. cocaine is quite expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and what turned out is after the detective uh, assumed she was clearly a drug dealer, that she finally got cleared and it was discovered that it was just like an international drug ring where they were selling these, uh, I guess, mer babies or something with co- two ounces of cocaine in it. And she just stumbled upon it and, and luckily found uh, two ounces of cocaine. Jesus. But she didn't want it. Yeah, pretty pretty ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. That is Ugh. wild. I'm still confused how that lady has all that time and money, and not she, realizing she, there's cocaine in the doll. So her like, daughter, her daughter's a little bit of a sick puppy, and she's a more a rich moron. Is what I got from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Uh, all right, guys, let's keep going. Um, uh, this one is fucked up. It has to go down as one of the worst ways to go ever that I've seen as a woman in Romania was set on fire during life-saving surgery. Uh, so the woman was undergoing life-saving surgery for pancreatic cancer at a hospital in Bucharest uh, when the electric scalpel the doctors were using ad- ignited the alcohol-based disinfectant oh, they had no. applied to the woman. Um, which, according to uh, Emmanuel uh, Ungereno, who is a Romanian politician, caused the woman to, quote, light up like a torch. He said that wasn't supposed to happen. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Light Ooh. up like a torch. She did. Um, so a nurse then tried to uh, quench the flames by uh, pouring a bucket of water on the woman. But it was already too late as the 66 year old woman already weakened by fucking cancer, suffered burns over 40 percent of her body and succumbed to her injuries on Sunday. Um, so that's a tough yeah. way to go. Well, she that's, she was at least un, under anesthesia. probably. Yeah, right. So I hope so. I yeah. hope so. And then when, um, she, when, she, when he said she lit up like she actually caught on fire, like her she, body. Yeah, they doused yeah. her in this disinfectant she had and then alcohol. Oh, yeah. so they sprayed her with like a flammable oh disinfectant. Gosh. And then they then they yeah. used a super fast electric tool that yep. sparked. Ooh. And then she's got yep. caught on fire like a fucking. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, and apparently, uh, according to the like the health minister, this this pr- particular instance is just strictly prohibited. You're not allowed to use alcohol based disinfectant during procedures well, performed with an electric scalpel. Light them on fire because yeah, it'll try to light stop them. a doctor in Bucharest. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to go I mean, home. Um, yeah. So this is just another uh, shitty example of apparently failing and scandalous health system that uh, shockingly Romania, Romania is dealing with. Um, so, yeah. Or tough, tough way to go. That yeah, is a tough that way is to go. Tough. I'd imagine, though, like if you're if you like were writing like a slapstick comedy movie, like and you needed like <laughs> uh, options for bad things. Romanian surgery would be like one of the options for a yeah. horrible fate. It could absolutely be a scene in like a, a Nash like a. A lampoon story where like she clearly should die, but they end up she lives like in a in a gag scene. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that is tragic for her and her family. But uh, yeah. Romanian surgery, not, not you just it just doesn't roll off the tongue. You know? Don't recommend it. It's cheap though. <laughs> yeah, right. I imagine affo- it's less expensive than than normal surgery. Yeah. Yes, very affordable. Very affordable. Do they have Medicare for all in Romania? I don't know. All right, uh, let's move on to another one. This is from listener Charles. We don't have a what the fuck Wednesday this week because it's uh, New Year's Day. So So this is uh, it. This is it. Charles submitted this one to us. Uh, It's a gem out of Texas. We have uh, Nisa Lynn Parson of McKinney, Texas. She's a mom from Texas Uh, with a hyphenated Lynn name. That's just a classic mom name in Texas. Uh, She thought a magnifying glass would be safe and and thoughtful gift for her uh, budding 12-year-old son, Caden. Uh, surely Caden would take the magnifying glass 
uh, start to develop a love for science at 12 and go on to become a Nobel Prize winner one day by, you know, his 20s. Right. That's mm-hmm. what that's what Nisa Lynn thought would happen. Uh, but what actually happened was that Caden and his older brother, Ashton, immediately took the magnifying glass outside to the driveway where they began to burn papers, newspapers. Bur- no, like, yeah, like just like like printer paper. Um, okay. uh, so they started burning, burning the magnifying glass, uh, That's burning fun. the papers. And then eventually they realized, hey, you can burn papers. We're also so we're going to burn the front lawn itself. So they lit all the grass <laughs> on fire. Whoa. Uh, this caused the front lawn uh, Christmas ornaments and decorations to partially <laughs> melt. Um, the father, Justin Parson, he confirmed that the boys did indeed scheme to get this present so that they could, quote, light stuff on fire, unquote. <laughs> that was the uh, bit all along. They, they, have, hate, <laughs> they hate science. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They yep. couldn't find a lighter. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, I got that's to the root of it. That's a long play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a very exactly. long play. I got, I got to the root of it fucking finally uh, when I read a quote from the older brother, Ashton, who seemed to be the mastermind. Uh, here's what he told the local pa- paper. Uh, the flame starts. So I picked up the newspaper and just kind of like throw it. <laughs> so, so Ashton had his little brother light the lawn on fire. And then to try and stop it, he threw a newspaper at it at a fire. Hmm. Nice. So uh, the family, the, the Parson family says that this is a tale that will be passed down for generations. Maybe they'll get Ashton's quote framed and hung in their living room too. Uh, <laughs> hey, right mom, the can, I have a, can I have a periscope? I'm really into astrology now. It has nothing to do with that new hot chick that moved in next door. That's windows <laughs> yeah. next to mine. Yeah. Tele- telescope. Telescope. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. You get Bunch it. Of perverts and submarines <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over there. Perverts and pyros. <laughs> the parents think they're into astrology and science. All right, guys, it's the last story of the year. It's the last story of the decade. It's only fitting that we talk about New Year's Eve and some New Year's Eve partying, which I know the three of us personally firsthand have done quite a bit of over the years. Uh, Time to talk about it. I'm going to get pissed drunk tonight. I don't know about you guys, uh, Mm, but I'm going to do it. Uh, But I'm actually being a bit of a loser this year. Uh, You guys doing anything fun? I got got kind of fun plans. I'm going to – I'm hiking up to, like, the top of this, like – it's a big hill called a mountain in my neighborhood, and we're watching the fireworks from the top of that. So, okay, oh, nice. Um, uh, girlfriend and I are still traveling back, so I think we're going to stop at a con- a casino in Mississippi, yeah. possibly. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are. Jackson. Casino, we, we, baby. Get yeah, that fun. smoke. Get that smoke scented hair. You know, try to put, pay for this trip. You know, right? <laughs> Go for the the biggest car in the center. Play that slot machine. Win that Absolutely. car. Absolutely. Uh, okay, well, I will do a quick story. I think one of one of our funny New Year's that was uh, uh, back in like 2013, I think, when we were in Austin, Texas, one of our first years here, we had some friends in town. My soon-to-be fiance, fiance and wife was in town visiting, and Will and I lived in an awesome house in Terrytown near downtown Austin. Uh, hmm. We pre-gamed, obviously, as is tradition. Um, and ended up going to one of those like $100, $150 ticket where you go to one bar and you get all you can drink. Uh, I mm-hmm. hate those, but we went to this one because the fucking Dan Band was there. You know, band, I fucking yeah. need you more than ever. That, from you know, old school. Yeah, from yeah. old school. And then the other one, uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yes, the Dan Band. So we went and we conquered and we got hammered. Uh, my wife and I. Got so drunk that we listened to just that first song at 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 midnight. <laughs> you guys cut out early, and we left. Cut out early, and we left. Yeah. We got home at like twelve 
45 or 1, and she was sick. She ended up getting, like, the flu the next day, so she threw up from the alcohol and the flu, and I was by myself. And then I watched the next three hours um, as people piled in with a funnier story uh, one after the other. Will, do you want to tell your story when you, when you <laughs> came to the house? Was I the first house? one? To, yeah, yeah. You were uh, one of the so first ones, yeah. I was one of the first ones to arrive home. Well, what happened was, uh, like Mark said, we were all drinking heavily and had uh, pregamed as well. So I basically just got... Uh, separated from the group. Somehow I ended up out front of the bar. I believe I did watch the whole Dan Band set before this happened, though. Um, so I ended up out front. Obviously, no bars. You can't get any more drinks out front. And there was a cop car <laughs> sitting out front of the bar. And in my state of mind at the time, I thought it would be a hilarious idea to tap the cop car on the on the bumper like I was tapping it on the butt, you know, like yeah. good game. You slapped it, Happy New like, Year's. You slapped yeah, the cop like good car, game, Happy bud, New Year's. You know, yeah. good game, yeah. but like a horse. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a horse. yeah right. Like it was a also not horse. a good idea to do because <laughs> yeah, no. a, right. a girl that was visiting that went to a different party touched a cop horse and got arrested and spent the night in jail that night. So yes. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, luckily for me, uh, oh, unluckily for me, when I tapped the cop car on the butt, uh, there was actually a cop sitting inside mm. the car. So I did not know that. And then when he emerged from the car and was like, what the fuck are you doing? I just sprinted. Um, and then as I ran and I jumped in a in a ditch um, at a nearby uh, uh, like a apartment complex. Yeah. yeah, like a ravine, you know, like a like a. Like a like a, a drainage ditch, basically, right. like where and homeless I, people and people hiding from the yeah, cops. Go. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, right. it was not. There was nobody living in the ditch at the time. So hey, welcome was, to the party, buddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. You slapped uh, the yeah. cop car. So I just hung out, hung out in that ditch till the cop car. I could see his lights move off. He he, he stopped looking for me, and then I walked home. Got home to Mark. Uh, yep. Nice. We we kept the party going. Someone else came in. I won't mention his name. Most of the listeners know know him. It's not Pat. It's not Wes. He got a bottle broken over his head because yeah, he, he wore, wears plaid jacket. He wore a, a plaid jacket and yeah. pissed off people for peacocking. <laughs> so he got a bottle broken over his head and got in a fist fight with three guys. He came Jeez. in later. Um, yeah, Wes, I, which there? was unfortunate. I, I probably yeah. would have no. been with him. Had, you know, had I not yeah. uh, had my little run in with the with the police. Officer. No, he just had to get no. he just had to get a bottle broken over his head. So that story came in. And then I think another even worse story came in afterwards. And I was just having the time of my life because I got home safe early. My wife's in bed and I'm just asking people <laughs> yeah. if they want to play beer pong and quarters. Yeah, and all so these be games. safe. Everybody. The lesson there is be safe. Have That's fun. That's right. It's yeah. but be they, safe. It's New Year's Eve. We love you guys. We'll talk. Wait, to wait, you hang on. I got, I got, oh, hang okay. on. I got some advice. Okay. I got some advice. So okay. this worked. This worked for me in my one, one New Year's Eve in my in my younger single days. As I was at a big party, you know, a bunch of people. It was like a bar. If after the ball drops, you walk around and you go up to girls and you go, "Hey, where were you when the ball dropped?" You can make out with a lot of women if you if you choose to. It worked like a charm for Ooh, me. I like that. I want to hear. I want to. I want to. I want you guys to try it and see how it works here's, out. Here's a little tip that Wes right. doesn't understand. If you approach any woman on New Year's with confidence, you can make out with them. And Fair with enough. that, with that, we love you guys. We will talk with you in 2020. Be safe and uh, listen to us on Thursday. Have fun tonight. Happy New Year's. Yeah, so say goodbye. Say goodbye. Okay, get out of here well, right now. That's a little rough, right? never brought to mind. Should all acquaintance be forgot and they